Hi there, welcome to episode 115 of the Wave Back Music Podcast. My name is Chris. And I'm Matt. And we're here to listen to the most spooky video game music there is. <laughs> Halloween is once again upon us, and it's time to get our tradition of terror in gear once again. Get your tricks and treats ready, because it's time for the sixth annual Wave Back Spooky Special. <laughs> Well, hello, Matt. How are you? Hello, Chris. I'm good. How's everything? Uh, you know what? Pretty good. Uh, this is officially the first podcast I'm recording on my new workspace, my new desk. That's a beautiful thing. It is a beautiful thing. It's black. It's got, um, I, I put my Pac-Man clock on it, so I'm really, I'm really mm-hmm. happy about that. <laughs> it's a little thing. It's, it's a little thing. It's a, it's, a, it's a digital clock, and it just has the numbers. They look like uh, the arcade font. But every, mm-hmm. uh, I think, 30 seconds, Pac-Man and the ghosts, like, go by. Run by. <laughs> ah, that's that's kind of cool. Oh, it's I wonderful. Like, I like having a desk and, like, you know, personalizing with little things. It just makes it that much more personal, I guess. <laughs> We're off to that's, a terrific start. Oh, this is going to be a stupendous episode. <laughs> you know what's stupendous? We were sitting, um, so this month we bought Luigi's Mansion 3 to play through. Just to have something spooky to play with the kids, and my wife's been playing mm. it with me, and it's been awesome. Um, it's cool. So, so tonight we're playing it, and we hear all this like noise outside, all these like kids, and I th- I thought I heard someone on the porch, and it was just like woo, all this stuff going on. And so Karen got up, and she was like, "There are people outside." And she opened the door, and like, "You got booed by the Boo Crew," and they gave what? her a, they gave her a bag of candy, and it's like the town that we live in liked our Halloween decorations. They were going around and, like, giving awards to the coolest Halloween Aww. decorated houses. And we're, like, up for nomination for, like, the finals or something. So that was awesome. That's actually pretty cool. Yeah, and this whole massive project I'm doing in my basement, I wound up at a, a Home Depot recently, and they had on clearance one of those inflatable things. It was a 12-foot-tall spooky ghost. Oh, my God. It was 50% off, so... Oh, yeah. no-brainer. No-brainer. <laughs> no-brainer. It's amazing. Oh, yeah. we're, we're, we're pretty well spooked out over here. We're, we've got the we've got the spookies going on, and uh, it's pretty nice. I'm, I'm more of a Christmas guy myself, but I, I have a, a soft spot in my heart for Halloween. I've played through Super Ghouls and Ghosts. We've been playing a lot of Castlevania in this house, and here's the last Halloween tradition outside of actual trick-or-treating for me anyway and it's this spooky special that we've done every year since the podcast started so this is gonna and, be a cool one man and and as always i'd like to point out that this is my anniversary it is your anniversary on the show and uh yeah. it, what 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 how is this um fourth year uh yes it's my fourth year yeah way to I go can't, i swear to i i was just about to say that i have no idea where the time went right it's crazy but here yeah. we are having it's a good old a time. Yeah. I'm 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 very happy that you asked me on that episode and then you know, to keep coming back, so. Yeah. I'm very happy that you uh expressed interest. <laughs> You're probably more happy that I said yes than me having you ask me. <laughs> yeah, cuz you know, when this show started it was just me and I didn't want to go back to that cuz you know, I was having a good time, but I I can't help but feel like that's a lot more boring to listen to just me going on. I need somebody yeah, to yeah. to cut me Sounds off from awful. time to time. 
Oh, that's also true too. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's get to work, huh? We've got uh, we've got ten tracks to listen to this evening. Uh, a bunch of them are listener requests because we had some some great conversations going on on Discord as usual. So. Uh, mm-hmm. <clears throat> I we I picked some, Matt picked some, and listeners picked some. So uh, we're just gonna I just randomized it. I don't know how well these tracks are gonna flow into one <laughs> another. I'm already looking at the first two and thinking, no, those don't have anything to do with nope. each other. But that's Not that's okay. That's okay. I'm into it. So the first one is my pick. Uh, one of my picks. This was this comes from Ukulele and the Impossible Lair. This was a game that I nominated for some Wayback Awards last year. Um, it's a phenomenal soundtrack, and uh, this song is called Factory Fright. I believe it's by David Wise. I, I think he worked primarily on this soundtrack, and there were other people involved as well, but I don't have a track-by-track breakdown on who did what, so this one smells like David Wise to me, so uh, <laughs> I'm attributing it to him. But let's uh, let's get started, huh? Let's get to work. This first track is Factory Fright from Ukulele and the Impossible Air. And uh, enjoy. It's nice and spooky. Here we go. Factory Fright from the always impressive Ukulele in the Impossible Lair. What a great game. And uh, I, I this was one of the tracks that really stood out to me. And I'm glad I had an opportunity to throw it into an episode because I really like this one. I was really good. I was. Um, I think I spend a lot of time on this show, uh, or I should say we spend a lot of time in the show listening to more chiptune stuff and, uh, you know, older music. So then when... 
I hear him be a more, um, I don't know, for lack of a better term, modern uh, piece of music, I, I kind of double take, like, am I on the right show? <laughs> um, uh, that's why I appreciate about, like, the winter special and the, the spooky special and stuff. We get to kind of step away and, and do a bigger kind of cast a wider net and, uh, you know, get uh, get more variety of music. Yeah, we tend to avoid a lot of the newer stuff too, and when we're doing our old yeah. uh, regular episodes, so you know, and we play, we both play new games, and it's nice to just oh, have an excuse to throw some of the amazing new stuff that's like we didn't play in one of our Wave Back Awards episodes. You know, it's it's right. It's a, it, these are very fun reprieves, and you know, new David. <laughs> there, there's a specific reason I think this one is wise, is because the the. The, the the clanging noises in the background, the factory noises, mm-hmm. are extremely similar to um, the mining noises in Mining Melancholy from Donkey Kong Country 2. Like, okay. suspiciously similar to it. So... <laughs> Either it was like a subconscious thing that he did, or somebody else working on the soundtrack was aping him. <laughs> like, oh, David Wise would do this. I'll do it. <laughs> here's an homage to something you did, sir. Yeah, here's an homage, sir, who is standing right next to me. <laughs> um, it's a beautiful piece of music, honestly. Um, I really did appreciate kind of those uh, background noises, as you as you pointed out, like the factory noises. Um, really gave it like a bit of depth that um perhaps sometimes is missed on certain uh in certain soundtracks and stuff like that um very calm piece of music too like very very listenable you know i I always go on about loops and you know hearing the loop and getting annoyed or forgetting that the loop is even there and you know you're listening to 10 minutes of it before you realize like oh wow okay that was was a really good piece of music i'm uh it does make me want to like when I I always hear these songs and I'm like, man, I want to I want to see what this is like attached to now. So I definitely want to kind of check this out. Really, I I highly recommend this game. It, it got overlooked, I think, a lot because the f- original ukulele didn't set the world on fire. It was um, it was a little too true to its roots of being Banjo Kazooie, mm-hmm. and um, no, I I spent a bunch of time with the game and I was never a big Banjo Kazooie fan and therefore I didn't turn out being a big ukulele fan but i really liked the characters in the world that it was uh building and when they made this sequel to it it was donkey kong country they it wasn't 3d it was 2d and it was designed i mean darn near plagiarism of donkey kong country tropical (laughs) freeze which is one of the best 2d platformers i've ever played and this one really does a lot of really unique things and it's very interesting uh, and it goes on sale quite frequently. I've got mine brand new for ten dollars, physical edition. So, wow! Um, and it was it was worth at least twice that. <laughs> it's a it's a really it's a really well made game. I highly recommend it. That's a, that's actually a pretty impressive. Like that's a great recommendation for ten bucks. I mean, yeah. I mean, I think usually it goes for like twenty, maybe thirty, or something like that. But it's I mean, even at full price, it is a phenomenal game. And this mm-hmm. this track in particular was. Um, I do think it, it fits the spooky thing. It's a very eerie, you know, kind of like you're trapped in a big scary factory kind of a thing. I think it really nails that that feel. It was a fun way to start the episode. So let's take a hard left turn. <laughs> Which, by the way, uh, if we didn't say anything, I think everyone would assume that I picked this song 
and I didn't. But I will say that this soundtrack was certainly going to be on my list. Yeah, if you were in the Discord, you, you had said something as as similar. This was a this was track was uh, requested by Snazums, uh, and if he didn't pick it, uh, Matt probably would have. Or uh, there, there's no from the there, yeah, there's no probably. I almost certainly would have picked it. Yeah. <laughs> what we're talking about is Doom 2016. The track is called Rip and Tear, uh, and it's a good one. Because they're all good ones, Pinky. Uh, <laughs> I love this game so much, and I miss it. And there was another Nintendo Direct today, and still no announcement of a release date for Doom Eternal on Switch. And I am so sad because I really want to play that game, and they said it was coming out at the same time, and I miss Doom. But I love Doom. Doom is great. And here is Rip and Tear. Enjoy.
was Rip and Tear from Doom 2016 by Mick Gordon. And, you know, here's this thing about Doom. This song in particular uh, is not my cup of tea. First-person shooters are not my cup of tea. I do not know why, but Doom is always the exception. (laughs) Because, while that was very long, um, and there were certain points where I was like, this should be grating, because this is usually where I would turn off a song that sounds like this, but I did not want to, because it's awesome. (laughs) And I just kept thinking about how fun playing the game was and everything. Mm -hmm. I had so much fun with this stinking game. I don't know what it is, man. I'm not a first-person shooter guy. I'm not a a death metal guy, but Doom (laughs) is a freaking exception. I really enjoy this stuff. Um, so this style of music is definitely my cup of tea. First-person shooters are definitely my cup of tea. Um, I know what you mean by about Doom. I think there's just something about the Doom franchise from like its inception to where it is now. It's just like it. It's very hard to ignore it. You have to really hate Doom to not even consider playing it, I think. Um, And I think what it's evolved into now between Doom and Doom Eternal, I think it's just become that much greater. It's like, uh, you know, at first when when they they did the release uh, a couple years ago, the newest up, you know, one before Eternal, part of me was like, are they really going to try and give it a storyline? And when I played it, I was like, that is just enough storyline. <laughs> it is the perfect amount of storyline. The ratio of storyline to gore, perfect. Um, this song, there's so many bands that I listen to that I could say I hear a X influence. I hear, I hear a Y influence or is it vice versa? You know, like this is so right up my alley that it's like, it's not even funny. The lyrics might have been, should have just been like, Matt loves this song. Matt loves this song. Matt <laughs> loves this song. You know, <laughs> so, but I mean, like, I, I shouldn't even, I feel like by default, I don't have to say anything. We, we already know what I'm going to say. Like, I, I will point out this, though. I was listening to the drums because there, there came a point when I was like, geez, those things are blistering, mm-hmm. like blistering metal drums. And then, of course, I started thinking like, are they programmed? Is that a live drummer? And I'm like, what live drummer would play? Well, I did play with a live drummer who could play like that. So there are live drummers that could do that. And then I started, then my mind started trailing off to like, well, the guy from Lamb of God and the guy from Devil Driver. You know, so I went into my own little world of like, who are some of the best drummers playing right now? And then I was like, wait, you're doing a podcast, dude. Like, come back to reality, <laughs> back to earth. Um, oh, right in it, right in it. Yeah, 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 right. Like I was saying about my dog who was like, Wait, what? What were we doing? I'm sorry, what? <laughs> um, yeah, just a blistering metal track. And, like, what's great, I think, about the Doom series now, in its new incarnation, so to speak, is, like, the game is so action-packed that, like, listening to the song, it just sounds like, you know, if you're into the, the scene, like, it sounds like a great metal track. But when you put it up against um, everything that Doom is now... It's like such an amazing companion piece. It, like, I feel like it it makes the action that much more actiony. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like when you, <laughs> you know, you they they get all sluggish and you do like the finishers and stuff. Like those are just so over the top, and it's just yeah. and the music just complements it. It's like, yeah, man. It, I it's had great. such a good time with this game. I, really I know. Did. 
I know it was so good. It was so good. I I have to. Uh, I have um uh, the Xbox on the uh, Game Pass has uh, Doom Eternal available, and I have it downloaded. And I just I just don't sit down and play it, and I need to. And this might be the the thing that gets me to do it. Yeah, man. Eternal. I'm just waiting for it to hit Switch because any anywhere else it goes, I'm I know I'm not going to play it because especially yeah. because of the kind of game it is. It's it's the kind of game I have to hide for the kids. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'll be yeah. playing it mostly handheld in bed or after yeah. the kids go to sleep in the basement or something like that. So <laughs> it being on Switch, it, the first one I played many chunks of it on my uh, like in my car on break at work. Mm. Like it's just kind of the way it went. So I get it. Yeah, man. One of these days, they they said it's gonna. They said it's coming out. They said you know, soon, and it was originally going to come out. And say, ah, whatever. Story for another time. <laughs> Let's move on to our next track. Yes, yes, yes. Next track is Matt's pick. Matt's first pick of the night. This was um, Camp Map slash Cabin Theme from Friday the Thirteenth for NES. Uh, mm-hmm. Theme by Hirohiko Takayama. Matt, why'd you pick this one? So I'm going to tell the audience what I told you. I sent you my picks last night, and I believe I said something to the effect of, I have no idea what possessed me to pick these tracks, but these are my tracks. Um, I think originally, one of the things I wanted to put on the show was the newer Friday the 13th, which came out, you know, the the seven versus one, you know, uh, Camp Counselors versus Jason game, which I loved. When it first dropped, I bought it. It was, it was one of the last games I think I bought full price. And I played the Dickens out of it. Um, but then there came a point where I think, you know, as is everything with multiplayer online games and stuff, people start figuring things out and it just isn't fun anymore. And so I, I put it down. But uh, lo and behold, the spooky special comes along and I say, you know, that game had great music. All the music was lifted from uh, the original soundtracks from the Friday the 13th movies um, I think for every Jason that was in the game, every uh, iteration from one to, I think even Jason Goes to Hell, they had his theme, whatever it was from that movie. And I was like, you know, it's almost cheating because theoretically the music's from the movie by the composer Harry. Oh, hell, his last name escapes me at the moment. Um, so I thought, wait, there was another Friday the 13th game. Let's. Let's go back and give this a listen. And it took me all of 10 minutes because the soundtrack is short. But I really fell in love with this uh, map music and cabin interior. There was something about it that I was like, you know, it may not be spooky. It may not fall into the the realm of spooky. But the game itself, uh, having been reintroduced to it again with um, Angie and Evan playing it for the Pitathon, uh, reminded me like... This was kind of a, a scary game because, like, you never quite, uh, at least me as a kid, I never knew where Jason was, and all of a sudden there he was, and you're like, ah, I'm not ready for this. So, you know, I got some cheap thrills out of it, but this song always kind of, um, it, it, or I should say this song really, like, having listened to it again to pick for the show, I was like, wow, this is this is a good track. This is, like, a really good track. So if you're not familiar with it, I wanted to kind of just... I don't know. Throw it on your windshield and see what happens. <laughs> well, I'm uh, about 85% sure I picked the right track because it was a slightly different name. 
Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, if it's the wrong one, let me know when we start it. Here is uh, Camp Map slash Cabin Theme, a.k.a. Cabin Fever, from Friday the 13th for NES. Enjoy. a i don't know what you were saying when you said it wasn't spooky that was well i guess I maybe guess, more eerie than spooky yeah but still yeah. Uh, that definitely fits the category yeah i yeah when i hear it again i don't know i have a very very short-term memory <laughs> so <laughs> um one of the things that the first note when i when, when we just played it to listen to it i went oh yeah i wanted to say that about it i think the reason i love it so much uh and why i chose it is because it's basically Shadowgate without being Shadowgate, and we all know how much I love Shadowgate. Um, that particular song is very, to me, very reminiscent of the uh, title screen of Shadowgate. You know what that one reminds me of? Actually, is the title screen to the Karate Kid. <laughs> I'm, I'm not too. I'm definitely not familiar with that one. Actually, <laughs> it's, it's, so it's another somewhat similar situation there. But no, I, I definitely hear you talking about with the Shadowgate thing. Uh, I, I really enjoyed that. It's. Um... I'm trying to think of what other. They, really, it just Karate Kid was the thing that, that jumped out to me, <laughs> jumped out at me. I, I love right. that game. I know it's an LJN title for NES, and people love to hate on those because uh, angry video game nerd. But seriously, some of them I think were pretty darn good games. And Karate Kid, it's not a masterpiece or anything, but it's it, it's it's a good game. It's the first NES game I ever beat when I was a kid too. Um, I, I rather enjoy it, and it's got a really good soundtrack. Like the music is really top notch and it is not the same composer i was just like i wonder if it's the same guy no it's not oh my goodness it is oh my goodness it is oh there you go (laughs) you are much better than we first thought (laughs) 
That's hilarious. So I was looking at the first. There's two different composers listed for it, and one is uh, uh-huh. Sukasam Masuko, and the other one is Hirohiko Takayama. Well, there you have it. There you have it. Because this over, was guys. also, of course, it is. This was Friday the Thirteenth was also an LJN title. So okay, wow, I, that really just kind of blew my own mind there. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought. And I thought that uh, me bringing what was it, Nightmare on Elm Street to you the, that first year was like that like was my wild, cr- man. Yeah, that was like <laughs> I thought that was my crowning. Like I couldn't uh, episode one hit you with a David Wise <laughs> soundtrack you didn't even know about, and I thought that was it for me. Totally rocked my rocked my world there. But this is a uh, this is pretty wild too. No wonder it reminded me of that song. Uh, now I want to listen go. to the rest of the soundtrack because I, I think. Really, really dug the Karate Kid soundtrack. So, go on. I have an idea. I have an idea. Okay. Maybe when Cobra Kai season three, three. comes out. Yeah. yeah season uh-huh. three comes out. Maybe yes. We do a tie. Yes, sir. Uh huh. Karate mm-hmm. Kid episode coming right up. Mm-hmm. There we go. Sign me up. I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good pick, yeah. Matt. Good pick. Thank you. I appreciate that. Very solid pick. All right. Next That's is high um, praise. Another. Um, Listener request. This is from Dust yes. and Elysian Tale. Uh, the song is called The Sorrowing Meadows. It is by Hyperduck Soundworks. And this was requested by Matt Flamger <laughs> and Durocpig. Durocpig. I, I, I don't know how to say that. Um, it's a username. Whoever it is has great taste in music, though. Dur- Durock. Yeah. Durock. Fred. Uh, so... <laughs> friend you hey guy how are you buddy how you doing chief (laughs) all right so here is um here is the sorrowing meadows from dust and elysian tale a game i've never played before same
was the Sorrowing Meadows from Dust and Elysian Tale and Holy uh, Castlevania Symphony of the Night, Batman. That was, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm playing through Symphony of the Night with my son and earlier oh. today we were in the cathedral area, which the beginning of this song really rem- reminded me a lot of. And um, it really just took a, a lot more of an active role towards the end with the really um, intense drums. I was re- mm-hmm. this was really really quite impressive track. When uh, I, I, we both had the same reaction when we started playing it, like hmm, okay, okay, I like this. Okay, okay, let's see where this goes. Um, I, I don't. When I say this, I'm not trying to be derogatory, but it's, it has a very typical sound of the genre type. You know, like you said, ca- very holy castlevania symphony of the night batman yeah, your pipe organ uh, and whatnot yeah your pipe organ your angelic choir uh the plucking of the strings beautiful beautiful arrangement and then when the drumming comes in you get that kind of military excuse me get that kind of military um rolls mm-hmm. wow did this song take off like i thought this song was great and then once it hit that mark where everything was just you know, all all banging on all cylinders. Holy cow, is this thing driving, man? This thing was moving. I loved this piece. Gentlemen, thank you so much for suggesting this. Yes, um, thank you. And also thank you for the the spelling, uh, the, the, the pronunciation. Since while we were listening to the, ta- the song, we jumped onto uh, the Discord. And uh, thank you, Matt Flamger and Durock Pig. Nailed it. Boom. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> that was that was a really really good song. That was a uh, and perfectly Halloweenish. Yes, yes, yes. very very good. Yeah. Okay, yeah. let's keep moving on to yeah. another one of Matt's picks. Who me? Yeah, we can you. Hey, look at me. Yeah, look at you. You picked uh, this one is the Edison Family slash Tentacle theme from Maniac Mansion. I just assumed you meant the NES version. Uh, yes. Uh, this was credited to David Warhol, George Sanger, David Hayes, and Dave Govett. That is three Daves. Yep. Three Daves and a George. <laughs> three Daves and a George. <laughs> Should start a band. Um, hey. I I am regrettably not overly familiar with this game. Uh, I never played it when I was younger, and I never really went back and played it other than a friend showing me the microwaved hamster thing once. Uh, <laughs> so, you know. Pivotal. Pivotal. Not something I'm overly fond uh, not fond of, overly familiar with. Familiar. So let's, uh, let me give it a listen. Here is uh, Edison Family, a.k.a. Meet Oop. the Edsels, which I, I'm not sure what that's about. That's the name of the track as I found it online. Uh, so let's give it a listen. Enjoy.
Wowzers. That was another killer track. <laughs> I liked that one a lot. It, I figured you might. <laughs> it started off giving me some strong Boy and His Blob vibes. Mm-hmm. Um, which was because of the really high-pitched bass, you know, the really, like, just kind of almost goofy bass that makes it sound like they kind of know what they were doing, but not really. But then it it all really came together when the, the, the drum beat came in. It had just the right little twinge of, I guess you would call it spook rock, you know, that kind of, like, surf Rockabilly, rock. Rockabilly, psychobilly. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Um, Munsters theme kind of stuff. Uh, no, man, this was this was killer. I, I really dug this one. So it's um, I, I think it's ironic. Well, not ironic. I think it's funny that you talk about the surf rock aspect of because that's really what for me kind of does it. Like I think it's a great track. I think the first first half is interesting, and you know sometimes when people say oh that's interesting, you know I don't really mean it that way. It, it certainly has a uh, a twinge of that's interesting, um, but it's that second part in in my opinion where this track really excels, and I think you kind of feel the same way too. You kind of touched on it. It definitely, um, it really does kind of evoke the things like the Beach Boys and then eventually what bands like, uh, you know, Brian Setzer and, you know, eventually the Psycho Billy bands that came out later, like the Meteors and stuff like that. Um, the Boom Bars, the Ghastly ones doing that. I, the, the idea of the Munsters theme song, which is really a surf rock song. Like, you know, mm-hmm. you boil it down, it's just a surf rock song. But they definitely, um, put that in there. And if, if you know anything about the game, and I don't know much because I will confess I have not played it myself. I'm very familiar with it, but I've never sat down and really given its fair shake. Um, hmm. That being said, I'm. this is excelled to the top of my list of two plays, and I think, uh, I think I'm going to do my best to play it before Halloween, which is in a couple days, so that might be interesting. But anyway, um, <laughs> they're definitely... Uh, the game itself is kind of a. I was doing a little research about it. It's it's definitely a, a satirical take on, or it's the author's satirical take on like B horror films. Mm-hmm. So if you know if, if you're familiar with that stuff, there's you know some surf rock involved, and so I think the people behind the game, the writers and developers and musicians and everyone, I think they put together quite the great package because. Again, having never played it before, I hear this one song. I mean, I listen to the whole soundtrack really to pick something out, but every song really gives me that impression of like, you know, it's a it's a B horror film, but it's very kind of self aware, you know. Yeah, it's very and, intentionally k- kitschy, yeah. and I the characters, that a lot about it. the characters are just like you would assume to find in a kitschy B horror film, and you know the circumstances and situation you know so it's it's like perfect to me it's just it just like just cuts that line right down the middle of perfect nice well another another fine choice from you mr matt thank you sir okay this next one is another game that i have not played but i've always been interested in playing um and as such, never really bothered to listen to the soundtrack. And uh, now, after having seen... So this was uh, brought to my attention by Bedroth. This was requested by Bedroth on Discord. This is Monster Dance from 3D Hot Rally for the Famicom Disk System. And this track was composed by Soyo Oka, one of my all-time favorites. 
Uh, she didn't do the entire soundtrack, a couple of the people worked on it, and uh, I know the title theme from Smash Brothers. Uh, and this is just one of those games I've always meant to play, because it's like, it's a... It's got Mario and Luigi on the cover in a racing car. It's not like a Mario Kart game, but it is, you know, a Mario racing game, sort of. It's like, kind of like the racing equivalent to Mario's Tennis for Virtual Boy, where it's like, it's just a tennis game. They didn't really do anything Mario in it, but it's still Mario Tennis, you know what I mean? Um, <laughs> I I've always really wanted to mess with this, and I'm probably going to just as soon as I can uh, <laughs> now. Because uh, I listened to a little bit of this song and I was very impressed by it. So thank you, Bedroth, for the suggestion. Uh, and I'm looking forward to listening to the whole track right now. Here is Monster Dance from 3D Hot Rally. Enjoy. Sorry, Famicom Grand Prix 2 3D Hot Rally for the Famicom Disk System. There you go. Enjoy. Dancing around to that one. I guess that makes me a monster. <laughs> I don't know why I laughed at that. 
I really liked that. I like just about everything Sayoka does, and that's it's uh, more of her music coming out of an uh, coming out of a Famicom. I dig it. I don't I don't know that it was super spooky. It does have little twinges of that kind of spook rock we were just talking about, but uh, yeah, I I really enjoyed it. <laughs> it made me want to play. I really want to play it because I've seen screenshots and stuff, and I know. It just make that makes me want to race. That just really good like eight bit racing game music. I'm super into it. I loved it. I could definitely hear that. Uh, the idea of an eight bit racing game uh, soundtrack. Um, really good actually. Uh, I was watching a little bit of um gameplay while listening, and it 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 certainly matched what I saw. Um, I I have no familiarity with this game at all. This I think. Literally, the video I just watched is like the first time I've ever laid eyes on this game ever. So I appreciate that, you know, being exposed to that. Um, as a fun little tune, I, I was really digging like the actual the, the bass portion of it. I always, you know, we always talk about bass and I think we both naturally gravitate towards that for whatever reason. I think because I think um, we're both very like surprised sometimes at how good some of these bass lines are or how good they sound. Um, this was a fun little tune, though. I, I will absolutely agree. This is, it does make me want to, like, race a, a little dune buggy or whatever that was. And speaking of the bass, it was very... It was a really kind of a, in, in, assume presumably intentionally goofy bass sound, you know? Yeah, yeah. It was very, like, <laughs> wank, 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 wank. <laughs> it, it was really goofy and just... Boy, this is a fun little thing. Uh... Now that I'm looking at the gameplay trailer of it, I think I did play either this or the first one, because some of this is looking familiar to me. Uh, either way, I want to spend more time with it, and it's just so cool. <laughs> it's so cool. This was one of those 3D games, too, like uh, with the, the Japanese Famicom 3D glasses and whatnot. So really? Wild. Yeah, there was a whole 3D system for the Famicom. It's absolute insanity. I'd love to. I'd love to strap one of those to my head and and, and figure out how how this plays and, and take a look at it. But now is not the time. Uh, now is the time to to switch to a true 3D game because this game was for the Virtual Boy. Oh boy! Obviously, this was my pick. Um, <laughs> this uh, is a song that has actually been played on the show before. It was back in our Virtual Boy special. Uh, I just love this darn song. I believe the character. The song is called Zack. Um, it's from the game Panic Bomber. This is by Shinichi Sakamoto and Jun Chuki... Chikuma. Sorry. Uh, Jun Chikuma. And this is a Bomberman puzzle game. And I believe the character Zack, where this music plays, uh, is a vampire-type character. Uh, and it is, this is definitely has some of that uh, that spook rock we've been talking about. Like this is this is all over that. I freaking love this song. This is such a cool song, and I could not I could not pass up an opportunity to listen to it again on the show and share it with uh, potentially more people. So here is Zach from Panic Bomber for the Virtual Boy. Enjoy. <laughs>
That was Zach from Panic Bomber for the Virtual Boy. What'd you think of that one? I have to say I was absolutely blown away by that. Yes. I thought fantastic track. Uh, you were at, it's it's that drum beat boom. Yeah, that's the that's the surf rock drum beat. Um, but I'm a I'm a fan of surf rock. I'm a, I'm a big fan of psychobilly and and rockabilly music and um, so that plays like right to my interest. That was really I can't believe that was a Virtual Boy. I don't know. I guess I have low expectations of the Virtual Boy just because I don't I have no FaceTime with it. No pun intended. Uh, <laughs> no, screw it. it. It's intended. Um, but. <laughs> What I read, I read somewhere, I was like, life's too short, all puns are intended. Um. <laughs> now, one thing you should never underestimate the uh, Virtual Boy on is sound, because mm -hmm. the the sound in Virtual Boy games is like Game Boy on steroids. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's such a wonderful and weird sound chip, so like, where the Game Boy already itself feels like super full, it's mm -hmm. that kind of thing, but just beefed up to an absurd degree without without higher fidelity instruments you know what i mean goes so to you're 11 not getting into the area of like samples and stuff like that it's still yeah. just bleeps and bloops but it's <laughs> ridiculously high quality bleeps and bloops i love the virtual boys sound it's insane and this is such a good song man i just freaking love this song i would this is a song i would love to hear like a modern cover like with drums guitar and bass i would love to hear someone do that yeah, exists, I, I, I can't imagine it it's us. out there because it's such an obscure thing. But yeah, this this covered by a, a real rock band would be uh, freaking impressive. Cool. Yeah, I, I, I'm very happy you played that. I'm very happy I heard that. It's a really good track. Hooray for sharing good stuff. And speaking of sharing good stuff, we've got our last listener request coming up next. This song is called um, Freak You Out by uh, Shigeki Sako, uh, who was credited in the game apparently as Sakop. It's from a game called Vey, which I've never heard of before. Um, and it was requested by... I have to scroll back up to find it again because uh, I accidentally... Big Nine! Big Nine over at a... Over on our Discord channel. Yeah, I, I accidentally... I found the real composer's name instead of Sakop, and then I accidentally typed it over big nine's name instead of <laughs> instead of that uh he also requested a song from fantasy star 4 and uh it just didn't didn't make the cut for time i decided to go with Vey because i've never heard of it before and i'm intrigued so it's a sega cd game i, I know nothing about it are you at all familiar with it the name sounds familiar i played a, I, I had a friend who had a sega cd and we used to rent a lot of stuff and, you know, back when that was a thing. But this isn't... I don't know. I'm going to look it up. I feel like maybe we we did rent it or something. I don't know. We'll see. Well, I got no familiarity with it, so let's see what it sounds like. Here is Freak You Out from Vey. Enjoy.
Michael Jackson's estate's gonna sue somebody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if they haven't already. If they haven't already. Uh, that aside, I rather enjoyed that. That was very much a product <laughs> of its time. That was a total Sega CD. This is a working designs game, and I've been looking at a little playthrough on on YouTube with it, which is a uh, Boy, is this ever a, a, a worked and designed Sega CD RPG if I ever saw one. Oh, yeah. Uh, this is a good, good old-fashioned spooky tune. I liked all the screams and stuff in the background. This was a good time. It, um... I mean, first of all, I feel like you're going to love this track if you love Thriller. <laughs> there, I said it. Yeah, it's, uh... Because it's um, very, very inspired by Thriller. Oh, so inspired by it um uh yes so that being said it really is i mean okay i it's hard for me to talk about this without being like it's thriller guys guys it's thriller i don't know if you know this it's basically thriller (laughs) i was in my head i couldn't help but trying to sing along to it um but but even thriller is like to me it it screams spooky you think of the 40 minute music video that they made Vincent Price is in down you know the song for crying out loud like like it doesn't get more spooky than Vincent Price so this song is so much that and its own thing that it's for me it's really hard to separate the two um but this is a spooky track like you said there's the there's the the laughing the screams um the uh the uh, synthesized organ you know, doing the stabby, like, ding, 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 you know, very uh, psycho shower scene. Like, it's good. It's a really good track. And um, I was looking up stuff, too, and uh, I w- I'm not familiar with it at all. I don't think I've ever even seen it. Because it is a JRPG. I totally would have played it. I- I'm not familiar with it at all. Yeah, I just, I've I've seen a, definitely a handful of working designs JRPGs on, uh, on Sega CD. I just, I don't know how this one has completely slipped my notice. Never even heard of it before. I'm looking it up, the, the box art and stuff online. I was like, nope, I've never seen it, never heard of it. No, nothing. Fascinating. Well, great track. Great, uh, yeah. great suggestion there, uh, Big Nine. Thank you very much for shooting that our direction. So, uh, we've got two left. One more, uh, one more Matt and one more me. So, uh, Matt's up next with, Ooh. uh, Mario Kart 8. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. <laughs> I I think I love the Mario Kart series. I've always been like a huge fan of the Mario Kart series and I love that um each iteration of the Mario Kart series has you know the themed levels, you know, we mm-hmm. talk about uh you know we've done Mario 3 with the haunted mansions and stuff uh, at some Luigi's point. Luigi's Mansion. I, Luigi's Mansion. Yeah. So uh they have a rich tradition of having spooky music and uh translate that over to you know mario kart you do the same thing you take you know the source material you reskin it as a, an amazing racing game that you know has just gotten more and more interesting over time and not that oh that's interesting um like i said before so i always love the haunted stuff i don't know if maybe this is the first time you're listening to the show i'm that person but i love their haunted mansion stuff and i i could have chosen any of the other games but i think i basically just threw a proverbial dart at a board and i was like yeah mario 8 
Mario Kart 8, sure. And I listened to it and I was like, yes, absolutely yes. All the yes. And that's why this ended up but in the this show. This is crazy to me. I, I just, for some reason, I assumed we had done, we haven't done Mario Kart in a spooky special since the second one. Yep. And for I some think reason, I, I just thought we always it. we always did them because there's so many great Mario Kart spooky tracks. Huh. I, f- I feel like I missed a great opportunity of just every ep- every year doing this is Mario Kart 1. This is Mario Kart 2. Mario Kart 3. <laughs> well, we've done Mario Kart 2. We did Banshee Boardwalk for Mario Kart 64. Yes. So uh, all the other ones are fair game. But this is a and this one's now off the table. This is a great track. Mario Kart 8 has an amazing soundtrack. All live musicians and stuff. This is killer. So here is Twisted Mansion from Mario Kart 8 by Shiho Fuji, Atsuko Asahi, Ryo Nagamatsu, and Yasukai Iwata. Enjoy! And that's the first theremin type sound we've had this evening. This evening, correct. Yeah. Solid track. Winner. I loved it. I know. There's that opening pipe organ just <laughs> hits so hard that I'm like, yes. And then everything that follows afterwards is like, I love it. It's like, it. I mean, I'm the guy that's like, you know, make it heavy, make it scary, make it grating. I'm all about it. But then I really appreciate kind of like the hokey stuff too. Because I mean, <laughs> as much as I want the concept of Halloween, the holiday, to be like genuinely frightening and terrifying, like I also recognize that it's physically impossible. There's a lot of kids and that stuff can cause genuine nightmares. So, And, you I, know, if it was all, you know, legitimate scary horror, then the Addams Family wouldn't exist. And or, Correct. <laughs> and I love... Those are some of the best movies ever. I love the Adams movies. Um, 
saw both of them in theaters. I'm that old. Um, As anyway, <laughs> we're both that old, actually. Uh, yes. <laughs> but yeah, this is a fun track in that theremin. I love the theremin. I really love the theremin. There's so many, like, the theremin reminds me of so many great things. Have you ever played one? Uh, negative. I have. Really? I was in a band with somebody who was the theremin player in the band, which was weird, and she came over to practice once, and she let me try it out, and I, I, I almost made it make some non-horrible noises, but boy, that thing is weird. <laughs> it's just completely I, weird. I'm so curious what it sounds like when you don't know how to play it. Just a lot of screeches. Ah. Because it, it's just like, you know, you you make the little ring with your finger and you just kind of put it, move it around to make it make noises. And I don't know, it's, it's weird. I was such a bizarre experience, but yeah, it was cool. I was in a band with a theremin player. I mean, when Marilyn Manson's uh, major label debut came out, um, Portrait of America Family, all I wanted to be was in a band with a theremin. I was like, that is the greatest instrument of all time. <laughs> you know? <laughs> It's uh, great. Well, it was a it was a great pick, and Thank you. I enjoyed it. And unfortunately, here we are, come to yeah. the end of our journey, uh, and we're ending with uh, I, I don't know. I probably should have put shouldn't have put this one at the very end. It's not like a super impressive song, but it's a really <laughs> cool song, uh, and it does have cl- easily the funniest name. Uh, so this was my suggestion. This comes from the brilliant West of Loathing by Ryan Ike, uh, and it's uh, the the cave music. It plays well, usually when you go into caves, and it is it is nice and eerie. It was one of the it was one of the songs that popped out in my head. Like, all right, what have I played recently? We haven't really done anything with on the show, and oh, West of Loathing. This had some good, somewhat like a like a western spooky, like a cowboy spooky kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So it's a, it's a different flavor than we've heard on the show before, and it is called A Cave Is a Sideways Hole. <laughs> just, such just a, a wonderful title. Such a good name. <laughs> uh, this game's amazing. So if you haven't played it, please do. But first, here is A Cave is a Sideways Hole from West of Loathing. Enjoy. <laughs> Oh, 
Steve is a sideways hole. <sighs> sure is. Sure is, Chris. Sure is. <laughs> I really like that song. That is a fantastic song. <laughs> I can't say that I... I don't think I've ever actually heard the end of it, because... I don't think I've ever... I, I don't think I ever was in a cave long enough without getting into a random encounter or like getting mm-hmm. into a battle without before hearing the full loop of the song which just kept getting cooler and cooler oh my goodness I love this song I love this game so much this game is wonderful it's it's stick figures it is hysterical uh, and it's just got a killer soundtrack it was one of those soundtracks that just barely didn't make the cut uh, on a lot of the categories in the Wayback Awards because it was like as, ma- as amazing as the tracks were like it was just up against stuff that was even better, but man, this is—it's such a good game. I love this song, and it's—it's—it like I said, it's a different kind of spooky. It's—it definitely fits in the somewhat eerie, especially just that muted acoustic. Mm-hmm. Like it's just the right layer of creepy, but then it's got all the the traditional spaghetti western trumpets and stuff going on in the background. It's just—it's just a wonderful track. I have nothing bad to say about it. I, I just pretty much everything you said about it is exactly why I really enjoy this track. Um, the idea of like a western. I, I'm a big fan of spaghetti westerns. Um, I think I I'm get a big fan of spaghetti. Oh, I love spaghetti too. Actually, nice al dente, little parmesan. <sighs> I hadn't already eaten dinner. Anyway. Um, <laughs> But yes, very big fan of spaghetti westerns. I love all the stuff that comes with spaghetti westerns. And for a lot of them, apart from the cinema... Oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Cinematic aspects of it. It's mm. always the soundtrack. And this is like... This is right in league with a lot of that stuff. A lot of that Sergei Leone stuff. Now, I mean, Leone's a master. Uh, rest in peace. We lost him this year. But um, this was a really great, great track. For, again, for every reason you said, like the little whistle, the muted guitars, the trumpets in the background give that like kind of um, south of the border flair. Great, great track. <laughs> oh my god, excuse me. Well, I'm glad you enjoyed it. I enjoyed sharing it. Really, anybody who hasn't played West of Loathing, jump on that business. It is a, <laughs> it's a ding-dang delight. <laughs> Alright guys, that is going to be it for uh, the spooky special. Happy Halloween everybody. I hope you enjoyed this nice spooky music to get you through your your creepy Halloween day. Join us next week when we celebrate the anniversary of one of my absolute favorite games of all time. It is finally, this was on our list before, I feel like it was on the schedule because I felt like we've done this episode, but then I was like, no, we haven't. It was on the schedule and it wound up getting pushed off, but it's finally time to set sail. For the secret of Monkey Island. Mm. The anniversary just passed. It's one of the funniest games in the universe. It's one of the best games I've ever played all time. Yeah. Cannot wait. Super excited to finally do that one. Hell yeah. We here at the Waveback Podcast are incredibly grateful to everyone who listens, and we love communicating with you when we can, and we have a couple of ways you can do that. 
There's the Geekade Discord channel in which we have a Waveback chat where we frequently discuss all manner of stuff related to video game music and whatever our next episodes are going to be. We also have a Waveback forum page on Facebook, which you can find by searching for Waveback on Facebook. Of course, you can always still send us an email at mail at geekade.com, and while you're at it, check out all our social media channels, which you should totally follow, like, and subscribe to if you haven't already. And be sure to check out all the other great content we have on our site over at geekade.com. We're going to leave you tonight with one final listener request. And this one comes from Bedroth, and it's from Earthworm Jim. I've elected to go with the Sega CD version because it's a really cool version of a really cool soundtrack, so enjoy the spookiest, most dreadful song of all, What the Heck, from Earthworm Jim by Tommy Tallarico. Now, in case you don't get the joke immediately, this is you're in hell, and you're getting ready to fight Evil the Cat, and as you travel through hell, the soundtrack is... You know, the classic, like, strings and classical music and what you would think of as hell music. And then the record scratches off (laughs) and it changes to elevator music. And that's when you start hearing all the screams of the tortured souls like, no, not elevator music. It's a really good audio gag. And uh, it's a wonderful song. So Earthworm Jim by Tommy Tallarico. Happy Halloween, everybody. Have a great night.